0: good evening everyone we are sitting less than two hours or an hour out from the polls closing today was super tuesday it was a primary very important day today you know i got up around ten thirty, went to the polls cast my vote felt very proud about it and actually met uh, a city councilor in the city of Chelsea. So um very happy I got out to the polls today. I'm hoping that everybody made it out to the polls today. Um, we are living in very exciting times because of just the landscape uh, that, that we live in. You know, let, let's face it. Um, President Trump, ugh, there is... <laughs> a president in this country, uh, that is a disaster. Uh, and he's not the only, you know, major problem that we have, but he is certainly the problem of the day. And so, um, he has, um, ignited, you know, people to get out, particularly, uh, Democrats, liberals, progressives, you know, we have so many names, but he is, you know, prompted many of us to get out uh, like never before, and 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 vote, and canvas and talk about the issues, and be informed. And so, there are so many things that that's going on in this country uh, that it is imperative that we become civically engaged and civically educated. So I'm hoping that everybody got out this morning and they proudly casted their votes. I'm su- you know, I'm super excited. So I wanted to share with you, uh, if I can, just for a moment, you know, what I did um, as far as um, my vote is concerned, uh, who brought me out to the polls, right? So who's my number one pick? <clears throat> I'm going to share with you my three uh, number one picks, the people who brought me out to the polls. So I live in in Chelsea, if if you guys don't know. Uh, Chelsea, they don't have a mayor (laughs) in Chelsea, uh, but they do have city councillors. And I actually met uh, one of our city councillors today. She's a part of the A train. Shout out to Ayanna Presley. Um, So let me uh, get into um, my number one pick. So the person who first and foremost brought me out to the polls, the greatest is the person who I believe will make an amazing Congress person. Uh, of course, we're talking about Ayanna Presley. Uh, she is such an amazing person and uh, she brings so much talent and energy and, 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 and courage, right, uh, to the table for the 7th Congressional District. So um, to me, um, it's just a no-brainer uh, when you sit her next to Mike Capuano, it's a no-brainer, right? Um, and she is trying to make history as, as, as she has has done. <laughs> She's really uh, a history maker herself, so it's not anything new for her to come in and, 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 and change things. So, um, shout out to Ayanna Presley. I'm I'm cheering for you, just like. You know, I feel like the entire state of Massachusetts, <laughs> or at least the the seventh congressional district, uh, is cheering for you uh, to win, and 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 to really bring the change that this uh, district needs uh, in the state of Massachusetts. So, um, the second person who really brought me out to the polls. Uh, is a person who uh, I have been following one because uh, they they've spoken to many uh, community functions and um, it gave me an opportunity to be an educated voter. Uh, I think uh, this particular um, seat is one of the most important and it's a seat that I, never really paid attention to. I'm an active voter. I've always voted um, whether it be for the president or local elections. Um, but this you know, particular seat is not something that you normally uh, until recently. <laughs> um, they got a lot of attention. It's the district attorney seat. So we know that this, uh, this, this seat is super important. Right. And so um, I had the opportunity uh, to work with a pair of attorneys uh, the last, you know, month ago. Uh, So for some of you, some of you who don't know, um, I'm one of the co-chairs for the Poor People's Campaign. It's a national call for moral revival, and we've been doing some fantastic work across the country. We are now in over 35 states in the country, and um, we are calling the nation to task when it comes to this moral narrative that we have as a country. And so uh, part of the work that I'm doing with the campaign, with the Poor People's Campaign, is uh, as a legal liaison. So, as many of you may know, who follow the organization, know that part of our organization we do something that's called nonviolent direct action, and it's a type of protest, right? So, the, these types of protests are right in line with our classic sit-ins uh, of the of the '50s and '60s, right? And so. You know, part of that obviously involves individuals getting arrested, and then now you're a part of that thing that's called the justice system in America. So I had an I, I had an opportunity uh, for this summer uh, to be involved in, you know, plenty of actions that involve arrests. As a matter of fact, uh, I helped manage about 75 of those arrests that we. had with the people who volunteered. So, you know, shout out to those who risk and put their lives on a line when it comes to social justice, when it comes to trying to change this this system. You know, we uh, have protests happening all across this country. So let me not get into that. But anyway, um, my appreciation for the justice system uh, increased uh, this year. And so I felt like when it came to finding uh, when it came to voting for our next district attorney I needed to make sure I was doing my due diligence when it comes to picking the right person. So I didn't go to all their speaking events. I went to a couple, right, to get a sense of, you know, the character, right? Because it's almost like a date. If you're going on a date, you're going to you're going to put on your date personality. <laughs> You know, so it's a it's a version of that person. Um, So I got an opportunity to learn about their character. Um, And, you know, we have individuals who have a certain experience. um, But when I look at where I would like the justice system to be and how I would like it to work, uh, I have to understand what the role of the D.A. So how does the D.A. play? Um, play a role in helping kind of correct our justice system. And so one of the things that stood out to me was that, you know, I need a DA who has courage, right? I, I really need a DA who has courage, the type of courage that says that if one of our police officers or a couple of our police officers are caught on tape, abusing a citizen maybe choking a citizen or maybe shooting an unarmed black man an unarmed black woman an unarmed white man or an unarmed white woman that something should be done about it I want my DA to have the type of courage that speaks about issues like that. And not only speaks about issues like that, but actually prosecutes issues like that. So we certainly would want a DA who has courage. And so a part of that courage, I would believe for me, just looking at the field, you know, part of that courage would come from not necessarily or really not being a part of the establishment. Because we know when it comes to, you know, the police force, to police unions, right? These, these are a band of brothers. They stick together, right? Uh, and if we want reform, reform in this case will not come from within. It has to come from, from another place. So it has to come from an individual who's not a part of the establishment. Um, so as I kind of looked down the field and I looked at the skills and the mindsets of those individuals, my, my choice had to be Linda Champion. To me, she met, at least on my checklist, all those things that i felt were needed in a for a person to be an effective da right uh, i found it interesting as i learned about you know the candidates and, I, and then i really started looking at you know h- you know how people who are running for office w- w- what things do they say you know and how do they say them you know what's their narrative What's the brand that they're pushing? I think we have to, you know, really pay attention. (laughs) Uh, Be be woke. Know know about our candidates. Um, And so, um, as I learned about, you know, each individual, um, Linda Champion stood out, right? And so I think she is the person who, is best qualified and best positioned to be able to bring reform, uh, to help bring reform to the justice system, right? So the, the role of a DA, uh, to my knowledge, and I could be wrong on this, is to be a prosecutor, right? To, to, to take cases that come across her desk or his desk and to do their job. So they're not really a part of a system where they're they're not writing legislation, right? Um, They're not really in charge of programs that are social programs. That's not a part of their job. Their job is about the court system. But you want an individual who has the capacity And the and 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 the experience, the lived experience, uh, and the desire to to build those coalitions where you'll have that support system in place. So while you're 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 bringing cases across your desk, um, you have individuals that you're working with in the in the community. You're working with non non-profit organizations that. Um, speak about the justice system that work with individuals you know like young black males and make sure that programs are in place that focus on poverty and making sure that our young men of color have jobs focused on um, community building to make sure that uh, our young men of color have mentors so I believe Linda Champion Certainly on on team champion um, has those qualities that i 'm looking for. Um, Rachel Rollins shout out to her as well uh, very qualified candidate, um, but when it came down to it, you know I went with champion um, and then the last person that that i that brought me out is. Um, Mr. Irwu, fantastic um, individual. He spearheaded a pilot program focused on body cameras for policemen. Um, Fantastic. I mean, to me, it didn't get as much attention and, and spotlighting that it deserved, even though it did get you know a lot, I think it should have gotten more. Uh, and you know he has now opened up the door to making sure that every officer on the police force wears a body camera. And that body camera is not only there to protect our citizens, but it's also there to protect our police officers. So we can figure out how we can best use these cameras out there to make sure that we understand exactly what happened on the scene. Because quite often, right, and I'm quite sure it's not as often, it's more often than than it's advertised, many of our police officers, they don't tell the truth about what happens on a scene. It's always going to be the other person's fault when you're the policeman. It's never your fault. So police cameras... We're not saying uh, they are the end-all, end be-all, right? But I, I believe that technology plays an important role to making sure that our justice system is working properly, right? And these, and these technologies that come on the scene are there to be a part of that. So bring on the cameras, Let's continue to work with this technology uh, to make our justice system better. So Mr. Itawu, shout out to you. Uh, I think you're going to make a fantastic rep uh, again for our district. And so these are my top three. Presley, Champion, Itawu. Um... Shout out to all of the 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 candidates that. That ran, you know, it's running for any particular office I can imagine is not easy. Right. And it takes up an ambitious person to run for these offices. So shout out to all of the candidates who ran. Um, But at the end of the day, there's got to be only one winner. All right. So I'm looking forward to those results. Um, Hopefully everybody got out. They voted today. They were proud about it. And they're like me. They're excited about the returns tonight. All right, guys. So I will talk to you guys after the results. Peace. Good evening, everyone. We are sitting less than two hours or an hour out from the polls closing. Today was Super Tuesday. It was a primary, very important day today. You know, I got up around 1030, went to the polls, cast my vote, felt very proud about it, and actually met. Uh, a city councilor in the city of Chelsea. So um very happy I got out to the polls today. I'm hoping that everybody made it out to the polls today. Um, we are living in very exciting times because of just the landscape uh, that that we live in. You know, let, let's face it. Um, President Trump, oh, there is... A president in this country uh, that is a disaster. Uh, and he's not the only, you know, major problem that we have, but he is certainly the problem of the day. And so um, he has um, ignited, you know, people to get out, particularly uh, Democrats, liberals, progressives. You know, we have so many names, but he is you know, prompted many of us to get out uh, like never before and 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 vote and canvass and talk about the issues and be informed. And so there are so many things that's, that's going on in this country uh, that it is imperative that we become civically engaged and civically educated. So I'm hoping that everybody got out this morning and they proudly casted their votes. I'm, su- you know, I'm super excited so I wanted to share with you, uh, if I can, just for a moment, you know, what I did um, as far as um, my vote is concerned. Uh, who brought me out to the polls? Right. So who's my number one pick? <clears throat> I'm going to share with you my three uh, number one picks, the people who brought me out to the polls. So I live in in Chelsea, if if you guys don't know. Uh, Chelsea, they don't have a mayor in Chelsea, uh, but they do have city councillors. And I actually met uh, one of our city councillors today. She's a part of the A-Train. Shout out to Ayanna Presley. Um, So let me uh, get into um, my number one pick. So the person who first and foremost brought me out to the polls, the greatest is the person who I believe will make an amazing Congress person. Uh, of course, we're talking about Ayanna Presley. Uh, she is such an amazing person, and uh, she brings so much talent and energy and, 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 and courage right, uh, to the table for the 7th Congressional District. So um, to me, um, it's just a no-brainer. Uh, when you sit her next to Mike Capuano, it's a no-brainer, right? Um, and she is trying to make history as, as, as she has has done. <laughs> She's really uh, a history maker herself, so it's not anything new for her to come in and, 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 and change things. So, um, shout out to Ayanna Presley. I'm I'm cheering for you, just like. You know, I feel like the entire state of Massachusetts <laughs> so, or, or at least the, the seventh congressional district uh, is cheering for you uh, to win and 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 to really bring the change that this uh, district needs uh, in the state of Massachusetts. So um, the second person who really brought me out to the polls uh is a person who uh, I have been following. One because uh, they they've spoken to many uh, community functions, and um, it gave me an opportunity to be an educated voter. Uh, I think uh, this particular um, seat is one of the most important, and it's a seat that I. Never really paid attention to. I'm an active voter. I've always voted, um, whether it be for the president or local elections. Um, but this, you know, particular seat is not something that you normally, uh, until recently, <laughs> um, they got a lot of attention. It's the district attorney seat. So we know that this uh, this this seat is super important. Right. And so um, I had the opportunity uh, to work with a pair of attorneys uh, the last, you know, month ago. Uh, So for some of you, some of you who don't know, um, I'm one of the co-chairs for the Poor People's Campaign. It's a national call for moral revival, and we've been doing some fantastic work across the country. We are now in over 35 states in the country, and um, we are calling the nation to task when it comes to this moral narrative that we have as a country. And so uh, part of the work that I'm doing with the campaign, with the Poor People's Campaign, Is uh, as a legal liaison. So, as many of you may know, who follow the organization, know that part of our organization we do something that's called nonviolent direct action, and it's a type of protest, right? So, these types of protests are right in line with our classic sit-ins of the of the '50s and '60s, right? And so. You know, part of that obviously involves individuals getting arrested, and then now you're a part of that thing that's called the justice system in America. So I had an I, I had an opportunity uh, for this summer uh, to be involved in, you know, plenty of actions that involve arrests. As a matter of fact, uh, I helped manage about 75 of those arrests that we. Uh, had with the people who volunteered. So, you know, shout out to those who risk and put their lives on a line when it comes to social justice, when it comes to trying to change this this system. You know, we uh, have protests happening all across this country. So, let me not get into that. But anyway, um, my appreciation for the justice system uh, increased uh, this year. And so, I felt like when it came to finding uh, when it came to voting for our next district attorney I needed to make sure I was doing my due diligence when it comes to picking the right person so I didn't go to all their speaking events I went to a couple right to get a sense of you know the character right because it's almost like a date if you're going on a date you're going to you're going to put on your date personality <laughs> you know so it's a it's a version of that person. Um, so I got an opportunity to learn about their character. Um, and, you know, we have individuals who have a certain experience. Um, but when I look at where I would like the justice system to be and how I would like it to work, uh, I have to understand what the role of the DA. So how does the DA play um, play a role in helping kind of correct our justice system. And so one of the things that stood out to me was that, you know, I need a DA who has courage, right? I I really need a DA who has courage. The type of courage that says that if one of our police officers or a couple of our police officers are caught on tape abusing a citizen, maybe choking a citizen, or maybe shooting an unarmed black man, an unarmed black woman, an unarmed white man, or an unarmed white woman, that something should be done about it. I want my D.A. to have the type of courage that speaks about issues like that and not only speaks about issues like that, but actually prosecutes issues like that. So we certainly would want a D.A. who has courage. And so a part of that courage, I would believe for me, just looking at the field, you know, part of that courage would come from not necessarily, or really not being a part of the establishment, because we know when it comes to, you know, the police force, to police unions, right? These these are a band of brothers; they stick together, right? Uh, and if we want reform, reform in this case will not come from within; it has to come from from another place. So it has to come from an individual who's not a part of the establishment. Um, So as I kind of looked down the field and I looked at the skills and the mindsets of those individuals, my, my choice had to be Linda Champion. To me, she met at least on my checklist, all those things that I felt were needed in a, for a person to be an effective DA, right? Uh, I found it interesting as I learned about, you know, the candidates and, I, and then I really started looking at, you know, h- you know, how people who are running for office, w- w- what things do they say, you know, and how do they say them? You know, what's their narrative? What's the brand that they're pushing? I think we have to, you know, really pay attention. <laughs> uh, be, be, be woke. You know, know about our candidates. Um, and so, um, as I learned about, you know, each individual, um, Linda champions stood out, right? And so I think she is the person who, is best qualified and best positioned to be able to bring reform, uh, to help bring reform to the justice system, right? So the, the role of a DA uh, to my knowledge, and I could be wrong on this is to be a prosecutor, right? To, to, to take cases that come across her desk or his desk and to do their job. So they're not really a part of a system where they're they're not writing legislation, right? Um, They're not really in charge of programs that are social programs. That's not a part of their job. Their job is about the court system. But you want an individual who has the capacity... And the and 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 the experience, the lived experience, uh, and the desire to to build those coalitions where you'll have that support system in place. So while you're 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 bringing cases across your desk, um, you have individuals that you're working with in the in the community. You're working with non non profit organizations that. Um, speak about the justice system that work with individuals you know like young black males and make sure that programs are in place that focus on poverty and making sure that our young men of color have jobs focused on um, community building to make sure that uh, our young men of color have mentors so I believe Linda Champion Certainly on on team champion um, has those qualities that i 'm looking for. Um, Rachel Rollins shout out to her as well uh, very qualified candidate, um, but when it came down to it, you know I went with champion um, and then the last person that that i that brought me out is. Um, Mr. Iruwu, fantastic um, individual. He spearheaded a pilot program focused on body cameras for policemen. Um, Fantastic. I mean, to me, it didn't get as much attention and, and spotlighting that it deserved, even though it did get, you know, a lot. I think it should have gotten more. Uh, and, you know, he has now opened up the door to making sure that every officer on the police force wears a body camera. And that body camera is not only there to protect our citizens, but it's also there to protect our police officers. So we can figure out how we can best use these cameras out there to make sure that we understand exactly what happened on the scene because quite often right and I'm quite sure it's not as often it's more often than it's advertised many of our police officers they don't tell the truth about what happens on a scene it's always going to be the other person's fault when you're the policeman it's never your fault so police cameras we're not saying uh, they are the end-all, end be-all, right? But I, I believe that technology plays an important role to making sure that our justice system is working properly, right? And these, and these technologies that come on the scene are there to be a part of that. So bring on the cameras Let's continue to work with this technology uh, to make our justice system better. So Mr. Edewoo, shout out to you. Uh, I think you're going to make a fantastic rep uh, again for our district. And so these are my top three. Presley, Champion, Edewoo. Um... Shout out to all of the 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 candidates that. That ran, you know, it's running for any p- p- particular office I can imagine is not easy. Right. And it takes a, an a, ambitious person to run for these offices. So shout out to all of the candidates who ran. Um, but at the end of the day, there's got to be only one winner. All right. So I'm looking forward to those results. Um, Hopefully everybody got out. They voted today. They were proud about it. And they're like me. They're excited about the returns tonight. All right, guys. So I will talk to you guys after the results. Peace. What's good, Boston? What's good? It is September 28th. We're sitting at 8 p.m. It's Friday. What a day, right? Kavanaugh. Flake. The judicial hearings. Amazing. <laughs> Simply amazing. So if you're anything like me, you certainly love following politics. You love get being involved in your community. I'm a community activist. I work with a fantastic organization, The Poor People's Campaign, a national call for moral revival. And this country is or has been in a totally new dimension since January 2017. We know that infamous day, right? My, my, my. Right now we have a Supreme Court that only has 8 judges. You know, the Supreme Court, the highest court in America. This court system is a, you know, it's a system that was set up to have 9 judges to be these ultimate individuals who help construct our culture, our society. They have put forth opinions that that have created our culture. How we go through the world in America. So this court is very important uh, to how we function uh, as individuals, to how we function as organizations, as businesses, as a people. This is a very important uh, system. So right now we have eight judges. We're missing one. (laughs) And this administration this Trump administration. They've already given us one. <laughs> right? They've already given us one. Now they're trying to give us another Kavanaugh. And what a piece of work he is. But really, think about it. Kavanaugh is really the epitome of someone like a Trump being in the White House. It's someone with a political agenda. It's someone who's an extremist. And of course is someone who does not respect women at all. That's kind of like one of the hallmarks. That's one of the, the markers of people who are amongst those who are affiliated with with Trump, really the GOP, right? Really the Republicans. That's one of their markers. They have a particular way when it comes to women. And so as we, you know, get to see another face of, of Kavanaugh, we see that he's a really, he's a really angry man. Right? And so in so many ways, I know people will say, hey, he has every right to be angry. You guys are attacking him and his family. Right? He's going through a hearing process where there's an individual, Dr. Ford, who has accused him of sexual assault 36 years ago. And she was brave enough to stand before... America and tell her story. And, and, and what an amazing story it was when, when we find out about it. And the grace and poise uh, that she displayed uh, in front of us well, was simply noteworthy, very remarkable. And then we get Judge Kavanaugh. And it was a different story with Mr. Kavanaugh. Judge, sorry, Kavanaugh. Very different story. Someone who was unhinged, very angry, unable to answer questions, or really refusing. To answer questions, Um, belligerent—you know everything that you would think that a judge wouldn't have when it comes to character and behavior—he had it. He displayed it, and throughout it all, ninety-eight percent of Republicans said, "Great job." That's the guy I want on the Supreme Court. That's him. People, particularly those who are registered voters, but not necessarily voting, it is so important. That you start voting and, and participating in the political process. This two-day circus is an example of why it's so important that we not only register to vote, because you gotta you gotta definitely be registered if you want to vote, but we have to vote and also be active in our communities. We have to get more involved in the issues that matter the most to us. And I think the most important way to get involved is to start building relationships with individuals who have the same concerns that you have. If you are a mother and you happen to be a single mom trying your best to raise your kids by yourself and you're dealing with a public school who is not helping you, who is really bringing trauma to your child because of all their insane policies with teachers who are not engaging in, engaging your child with a, a, a school system that really is not showing the best interest to your child, it is imperative that you get involved as a voter and that involvement must include speaking to other parents Organizing with other parents, building your base as a parent, knowing the issues. And then participating in the political process to vote individuals out and to vote the right individuals in. And if those individuals don't exist, you step up to the plate and you become those individuals. As a community activist, something I enjoy so much. Relationship building is at the core of what I do. Meeting individuals where they're at, listening to those concerns, and then building a relationship centered around that that deals with solutions. Not just articulating what the problems are, but really mapping out what the solutions ought to be. And then holding accountable those individuals who sit in spaces where they're supposed to Administer solutions. And if those and, and, and if those individuals aren't doing that, then you vote them out. We live in a country right now where our rights are crumbling right beneath our feet. They're crumbling. I don't want to get into just how horrible this freaking president that we have right now. We know how horrible he is. The whole freaking White House. Horrible. It's a be- it's beyond embarrassing. But we can do something about that. We can do something about that. We have much more power than we realize. So I'm here today to say get involved, stay informed, and know that your power can be amplified by building relationships. We're going to see next week, or at the end of next week, another circus. right? We're going to get a replay of the anger of these, some of these gray-haired white men. And we're going to say again, unbelievable. Because they're going to just continue to do the same thing. Show you they have no moral compass. They're gonna to stick to their agenda. Now I know many of us, and I'm on and, and I believe this as well when Michelle Obama say when they go low, we go high. I agree. But I'm gonna tell you, at times we need to learn how to go low. We need to learn how to go low sometimes. Not the entire game, but we need to learn how to meet the enemy. We can meet them where they're at. Right? And so, this game of politics, it's a different world right now. It's a totally different world. The rules have changed. We need to recognize that adjust, adapt, and overcome. Move forward. I'm super excited about the midterms coming up. Super excited about it. Uh, This country has an opportunity right now to have three, (laughs) three black governors. So We are still out there making history, even though we got this thing in the White House. Um, There is a blue wave that we know about that is happening all over this country. I don't think this blue wave is finished. I think this blue wave is, is 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 growing. Be a part of that change. Get involved. Know the issues. Build your base create systems where it becomes farms, where we are preparing the next individual to run for office. Right? We know that some of us live in districts where we have people in political office who are not qualified, but they don't have anybody running against them. We need to really start looking at our districts much more closer and start measuring them. How many, t- how many people in your district run unopposed? I don't care if you even like that individual. I don't think anyone should ever be run, running unopposed. To me, um, that says something about the district. It says something about the individuals. No one, even if their person is doing a great job, no one should ever be running unopposed. People should always be getting involved um, and being a part of the process to always improve it. So crazy world. Crazy, crazy, crazy world. Um, Shout out to Jeff Flake for, for stepping up to the plate. It's all politics, though, at the end of the day, right? On one end, you say, oh, what a courageous guy. But on the other end, you're kind of being like a heat shield for the Republicans, right? It's, It's politics, baby. It's politics. None of those guys or women move without a, you know, there's a motive behind it. There's nothing purely about the people when it comes to politicians right now. There's always some other hidden agenda when it comes to, you know, what people do in politics. So we we have to recognize that, and the only way you're going to recognize that is by being involved, right? So shout out to Jeff Flake, uh, you know, taking one for, for his team, you know, uh, keeping keep keeping hope hope alive. Um, but um, you know, you know, what if? Kavanaugh doesn't make it over the finish line. Guess what? There's going to be another knucklehead right behind him. There's plenty of extremists like Kavanaugh. Yeah, he's certainly an extremist. He's coming from that Trump camp. You know he is. So if they get rid of him, believe me, they got more ammunition. So we need to start thinking about always having ammunition in that chamber, right? Right? Always. Um, Hopefully, I can circle back around next week and talk about what happened. Talk about the results, craziness. Uh, I want you guys to try your best to enjoy your weekend. Um, Shout out to all my community activists. You know, weekends are very, you know, good time to, you know Do things in your community. A lot of activities usually happen on the weekend. People are off on the weekend. So it's a great time, great opportunity to build relationships, find out what people are most concerned about, and see how you can be valuable uh, to your family, to your community, to your neighborhood, to the city. All right. Be easy. What's good, Boston? What's good? It is September 28th. We're sitting at 8 p.m. It's Friday. What a day, right? Kavanaugh. Flake. The judicial hearings. Amazing. <laughs> Simply amazing. So if you're anything like me, you certainly love following politics. You love get being involved in your community. I'm a community activist. I work with a fantastic organization, the Poor People's Campaign, a national call for moral revival. And this country is or has been in a totally new dimension since January 2017. We know that infamous day, right? My, my, my. Right now we have a Supreme Court that only has 8 judges. You know, the Supreme Court, the highest court in America. This court system is a, you know, it's a system that was set up to have 9 judges to be these ultimate Individuals who help construct our culture, our society. They have put forth opinions that, f- that have created our culture, how we go through the world in America. So, this court is very important uh, to how we function uh, as individuals, to how we function as organizations, as businesses, as a people. This is a very important uh, system. So right now we have eight judges. We're missing one. (laughs) And this administration this Trump administration. They've already given us one. <laughs> right? They've already given us one. Now they're trying to give us another. Kavanaugh. And what a piece of work he is. But really, think about it. Kavanaugh is really the epitome of someone like a Trump being in the White House. It's someone with a political agenda. It's someone who's an extremist. And of course, is someone who does not respect women at all. That's kind of like one of the hallmarks. That's one of the, the markers of people who are amongst those who are affiliated with with Trump, really the GOP, right? Really the Republicans. That's one of their markers. They have a particular way when it comes to women. And so as we, you know, get to see another face of, of Kavanaugh, we see that he's a really, he's a really angry man. Right? And so, in so many ways, I know people will say, hey, he has every right to be angry. You guys are attacking him and his family. Right? He's going through a hearing process where there's an individual, Dr. Ford, who has accused him of sexual assault 36 years ago. And she was brave enough to stand before. America and tell her story. And, and, and what an amazing story it was when, when we find out about it. And the grace and poise uh, that she displayed uh, in front of us well, was simply noteworthy, very remarkable. And then we get Judge Kavanaugh. And it was a different story with Mr. Kavanaugh. Judge, I'm sorry, Kavanaugh. Very different story. Someone who was unhinged, very angry, unable to answer questions, or really refusing. Answer questions. Um, belligerent. You know everything that you would think that a judge wouldn't have when it comes to character and behavior. He had it. He displayed it. And throughout it all, ninety-eight percent of Republicans said, "Great job." That's the guy I want on the Supreme Court. That's him. People, particularly those who are registered voters, but not necessarily voting, it is so important that you start voting and, and participating in the political process. This two-day circus is an example of why it's so important that we not only register to vote, because you got you to definitely be registered if you want to vote, but we have to vote and also be active in our communities we have to get more involved in the issues that matter the most to us and I think the most important way to get involved is to start building relationships with individuals who have the same concerns that you have if you are a mother and you happen to be a single mom trying your best to raise your kids by yourself and you're dealing with a public school who is not helping you, who is really bringing trauma to your child because of all their insane policies, with teachers who are not engaging, in, engaging your child with a, a, a school system that really is not showing the best interest to your child, it is imperative that you get involved as a voter and that involvement must include speaking to other parents Organizing with other parents, building your base as a parent, knowing the issues, and then participating in the political process to vote individuals out and to vote the right individuals in. And if those individuals don't exist, you step up to the plate and you become those individuals. As a community activist, something I enjoy so much. Relationship building is at the core of what I do. Meeting individuals where they're at, listening to those concerns, and then building a relationship centered around that that deals with solutions. Not just articulating what the problems are, but really mapping out what the solutions ought to be. And then holding accountable those individuals who sit in spaces where they're supposed to administer solutions and if those and, and, and if those individuals aren't doing that then you vote them out we live in a country right now where our rights are crumbling right beneath our feet they're crumbling I don't want to get into just how horrible this freaking president that we have right now we know how horrible he is the whole freaking White House horrible it's it's beyond embarrassing but we can do something about that we can do something about that we have much more power than we realize. So I'm here today to say get involved, stay informed, and know that your power can be amplified by building relationships. We're going to see next week, or at the end of next week, another circus. Right? We're going to get a replay of the anger of these, some of these gray-haired white men. And we're going to say again, unbelievable. Because they're going to just continue to do the same thing. Show you they have no moral compass. they're going to stick to their agenda. Now, I know many of us, and I'm on, and and I believe this as well when Michelle Obama say when they go low, we go high. I agree. But I'm going to tell you at times, we need to learn how to go low. We need to learn how to go low sometimes. Not the entire game, but we need to learn how to meet the enemy. We can meet them where they're at. Right? And so this game of politics, it's a different world right now. It's a totally different world. The rules have changed. We need to recognize that adjust, adapt, and overcome. Move forward. I'm super excited about the midterms coming up. Super excited about it. Uh, This country has an opportunity right now to have three, (laughs) three black governors. So We are still out there making history, even though we got this thing in the White House. Um, There's a blue wave that we know about that is happening all over this country. I don't think this blue wave is finished. I think this blue wave is, 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 is growing. Be a part of that change. Get involved. Know the issues. Build your base create systems where it becomes farms, where we are preparing the next individual to run for office. Right? We know that some of us live in districts where we have people in political office who are not qualified, but they don't have anybody running against them. We need to really start looking at our districts much more closer and start measuring them. How many, t- how many people in your district run unopposed? I don't care if you even like that individual. I don't think anyone should ever be run, running unopposed. To me, um, that says something about the district. It says something about the individuals. No one, even if their person is doing a great job, no one should ever be running unopposed people should always be getting involved um, and being a part of the process to always improve it. So crazy world. Crazy, crazy, crazy world. Um, Shout out to Jeff Flake for, for stepping up to the plate. It's all politics, though, at the end of the day, right? On one end, you say, oh, what a courageous guy. But on the other end, you're kind of being like a heat shield for the Republicans, right? It's, It's politics, baby. It's politics. None of those guys or women move without a, you know, there's a motive behind it. There's nothing purely about the people when it comes to politicians right now. There's always some other hidden agenda when it comes to, you know, what people do in politics. So we, we have to recognize that, and the only way you're going to recognize that is by being involved, right? So shout out to Jeff Flake, uh, you know, taking one for for his team, you know, uh, keeping keep keeping hope hope alive. Um, but um, you know, you know, what if? Kavanaugh doesn't make it over the finish line. Guess what? There's going to be another knucklehead right behind him. There's plenty of extremists like Kavanaugh. Yeah, he's certainly an extremist. He's coming from that Trump camp. You know he is. So if they get rid of him, believe me, they got more ammunition. So we need to start thinking about always having ammunition in that chamber. Right? Right? Always. Um, hopefully, I can circle back around next week and we can talk about what happened, talk about the results, craziness. Uh, I want you guys to try your best to enjoy your weekend. Um, shout out to all my community activists. You know, weekends are very, you know, good time to, you know, Do things in your community. A lot of activities usually happen on the weekend. People are off on the weekend. So it's a great time, great opportunity to build relationships, find out what people are most concerned about, and see how you can be valuable uh, to your family, to your community, to your neighborhood, to the city. All right. Be easy.